Hey, what's happening, man? Uh, it took me a minute. I was I was uh, on my tablet when you hit me up on my phone, and I was like, oh, wait, I got not enough fingers. Dang it. <laughs> yeah, it happens, dude. Yeah, I was uh, dicking around with a little bit of technology today, and for whatever reason, my it's probably the security settings that I have on all my devices. But, uh, yeah, I couldn't engage in, um, like, a chat thing. Huh. There was an external link, and, like, I clicked on it, went through part of the processes, and, like, I, my buddy was trying to be a smartass once upon a time and tried to uh, hack at my computer, and I blew up his computer with my security precautions. So... Yeah, that's good. I uh, I I probably should have more security on my devices, but I don't. <laughs> oh, mine are mine are freaking locked tight as far as I freaking know, you know. And especially my my main machine. That some bitches, shit. Fort Detrick doesn't have shit on me. So, anyway, man, how's your week been going? So far, so good. Uh, haven't gotten in trouble. <laughs> yeah, I've put yeah, people thing. up on the Des Moines Register Facebook page. Well, that seems to be your favorite stomping ground to piss people off. Well, it's local, you know. I try to support local, whether I like them or not. Yeah, there's kind of been the same on a few sites around. Getting like. Involved in North Central Pennsylvania and WNEP website and shit like that. And well, yeah, like uh, everybody's, everybody's trying to blame our governor because people at the testing site screwed up the samples. You know, like she. Was yeah, like, we covered we covered that last episode, man. Yeah, um, you know, I mean, and they just they keep going on it. You know, uh, it's just like really, you people are not happy unless you got something to bitch about. You know, well, our governor's screwing up the economy like nobody freaking nobody's freaking business. So, and well, but they they have uh, backtracked uh, masks are um, suggested but not required now. Yeah, when I went out my beer run. I walked in without a mask. Nobody said shit, and everybody else is wearing masks. I said, "You guys know that this is." they're not necessary anymore and most of y'alls are about as effective as my beard yeah you know that's what i i tell all the gals over at walgreens and it's funny because as soon as i come up to the cash register they all pull their mask down you know because they're like oh it's somebody that's normal that's not you know a scaredy cat you know yeah that's that's the thing like to me today was completely back to normal you know, I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm not trying to go into a restaurant or anything like that anyway. It doesn't freaking matter to me on that aspect, but things have to open back up. Oh, definitely. that's all there is to it. Too many people. And, and, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's starting to affect some of the bigger stores because people are buying into the fear, you know, the whole doom and gloom on mainstream media, you know, and people are actually really, people are. We, we've got yeah they're get, starting to see through it yeah they're starting to see through it and you know the left is trying to swing in with oh well what about the kids now we've got to you know and it's like oh well, no they're i did see a thing that stated that it 
it is causing something like a Kawasaki disease. Right. In people under five. It's directly related somehow. Um, but that's completely treatable. It isn't a lethal thing. And I mean, that has so many uh, like warning signs to it. Like the first thing they, they could get a rash. They start having breathing problems. You know, they get lethargic, loss of energy, shit like that. But boom, they can freaking nail that. I mean, they can freaking nip that right in the freaking butt. Right. So it isn't ready for the children, you know, because abortion is apparently essential. Well, but so like like we said though, they're they're the left is up to their old tricks, you know. The mainstream media is pumping the story about oh, the kids are gonna be the next to die in the thousands, you know. No, that's that's they're trying no. they're trying to control the public by fear and panic. Well yeah. I, I mean, I suppose it isn't. Uh, the problem with that is, is it isn't exactly accurate. And I'm not saying that the media is always accurate on any uh, case. I mean, you got to do your own research. and Right. And that's well, becoming a buzz phrase. Do your own research. Educate yourself. Blah, blah, blah. Well, and, okay. Mm-hmm. I, I actually watched the briefing today with Dr. Bright and the other people that were there. And the Democrats, you could, it was a party line. They, it's like they had a little script of a cue card, you know, blame Trump. He didn't react quick enough. And then the Republicans would come out and go, you guys shot him down when he tried to react. And now you're saying he didn't react quick well, enough. You know, but they got both they got both sides covered because now they're freaking screaming that he didn't react back, you know, quick enough. and People are dying. Then on the other hand, they also have in their freaking pocket when this turns out to not be as bad as they think it was when they were inviting people down to Chinatown and, oh, it's not going to be that big of a deal. Come on out. Everything's fine. Yeah, and, um, so they got both They got both sides of their story covered, man. And people, I hate saying it, people will forget by November because the next big thing, murder hornets or fucking bears with chainsaws or fucking the undead are waking up. Something will happen that will catch the public's attention. Oh, I, I, well, you, you saw that the, uh, that was funny for like a day the uh, sodomy geese. Yeah, um, yeah, exactly. Uh, I forget what the other one was. Um, you have the murder hornets, but with a good lawyer, uh, they'll probably get away with uh, just uh, being a manslaughter bee. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I mean, it's just it's getting and then there was the, it's just getting ridiculous now. Well, and everybody's worried about the second wave. And I'm like, all right, whatever. Like, let's just get back to it. If you're it, like, it, I'm, I'm dead serious. Like, I'm not, I'm not trying to at all dismiss the situation as, you know, not something serious. Oh, it no, is. I, we've, we've both somewhat serious. We've both said it. If oh, you're, I'm, I'm sorry for everybody that has been affected by the loss of a loved one or a family member or whatever. But it's not that serious. They're over it. Well, this is the this is the thing. Yeah, there's gonna be another uptick in deaths, just like with the flu that we have a vaccine for that 
people still die from. And it changes every year for the flu vaccine because they're basically guessing what strain's going to be out this year. Yeah, well, it, well it's, it's um, I guess they have it narrowed down between a type A and type B. And what hit this year was type A, which is the exact, it, it's basically the Hong Kong flu. Type B, I from if I understand this correctly, and I could be completely wrong, somebody fact-checked me on this, but apparently, you know, we're not getting very many responses from this, so <laughs> I can say whatever I want. Uh, I think the Spanish flu is type B. But we had the same outbreak this year, type A, that was the same thing that happened it uh, during 68, 69. And that's when Woodstock happened. That killed 100,000 people. Oh, yeah. Well, here's my thing. In this it's country. funny as fuck. The, 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 the liberal mainstream media jumped on Trump being racist, calling it the China virus, but then they pump out a story like that, calling it the Hong Kong flu. How is that not racist? That was by your own state. Well, that was that was way back before PC. Yeah, but they're promoting. And I guess the proper name is like H three N two or something like that. Right. But it's what it, I'm saying is I might be off on a digit by their own standards because you know what you used to get away with back then doesn't mean you can do it now. So they should have not called it the Hong Kong flu by their own standards. That was racist. No, dude, that's part of the political correctness going overboard. Well, that's you just, it's the, I mean, seriously, by, by the standards, 1978, this would be called the Wuhan virus or the China flu. Yeah. But by today's, Oh, you can't say that. Yeah, we already went over this. China's not a race. It's a country and, you know, all of that. So their argument yeah. sucks. It's a nationality, not an ethnicity. Right. Their argument sucks anyway. They're just, you know, anything to try to make somebody look bad. It's it's really, uh, yeah, that's just, it's just weird. Uh, I'm just going to leave it at that yeah. because, um. It's PC. Oh, you gotta be PC about stuff. You can't offend people. Yeah, right. Yeah, go fuck yourself. Well, and what cracked me up, like I was saying, I watched the um, coronavirus committee meeting today, and um, fuck, what subcommittee of it? It was um, human services and energy, which I don't even know how those are combined, but then ATF is combined, so that makes sense, I guess, with the government. But wow, well, alcohol, tobacco, and firearms have a lot in common. Yeah, you know that's a good fucking weekend. But um, yeah. <laughs> but um, they were interviewing people, and one guy was from a company that made masks. And you know everybody's like, oh, we must follow the CDC's recommendation to wear masks and gloves. And they tell you, you know, you're not supposed to touch your mask when you got it on. And these people are pulling their mask off every two minutes. Or if they well, it's, they flip flopped on the mask so many times. Now that they're proven completely ineffective, right? Um, but, but I was watching, oops. and some people had masks. Some had, you know, like hospital blue ones. Some had homemade ones. Some had bandanas. Some didn't even have any. And it was like you expect the people of the country to follow the guidelines you say are to protect us, and you don't even. No, the, the masks are completely ineffective unless you're wearing like a for real respirator. 
with changeable filters and the ice, yeah. yeah, like N95 or better. No, N95s are completely ineffective. Yeah, you got to get that. Ryan has been saying that shit for freaking weeks, man. Oh, we both have been, all of us have been saying that these paper masks and homemade masks are ineffective. You might as well put a sock around your fucking face. Well, that's what some people were doing. There was a uh, uh, tutorials about that. Yeah. No sewing. You just, you know, take a pair of scissors to them and cut here, cut there, blah, 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 boom mask well and um, the guy out in california you're breathing through a sock the, the guy out in california dumb as he was okay but he walked in wearing a kkk mask and technically that's a mask they couldn't do nothing to him I, that's dude if i was a little bit smarter uh i would have done the same damn thing yeah like okay you're required a mask Sure. All right. Let's take this friggin' full bore here. Well, yeah, like um, I I've got that one that looks like the bottom of a, a skeleton's skull, and it's got fangs like vampire, and it's black with one. Yeah, that's just a that's just a stand. That's like a dust cover. Exactly, but they never specified what kind of mask. If everybody else can walk around with dust mask, well, they went all the way down to cloth. You know. Oh, just cover your nose and mouth. That's all we give a shit about. It's security theater. It's all a fucking oh, yeah. mask. It's, that's all it they want. It makes people feel good. That's all it does. It doesn't help. And I, man, I heard that it was, what, two days ago. They were like, yeah, cloth mask. The masks aren't, they're just now suggested because the governor was fixing to get his ass suit off. Um, well, and all of this has been recommendations and, and suggestions. It's not breaking the law. None of its law, it's, yeah. Oh, if you don't do it, there was never a vote. There was never a motion passed. There was never anything. They just yeah. recommended. Well, that's um. Well, that's what I'm hoping that here when I take this road trip here in uh, a week or so, or two weeks, I guess. Still two weeks, yeah. Well, week and a half. Um, the. Stand, the, the most places are more or less open back up and a lot of this hysteria has subsided. And, and that's exactly what it was. People overreacted from the toilet paper shortage mm -hmm. to the meat shortage to closing everything down. They overreacted. Well, I, uh, I read a thing today that was like, yeah, we flattened the curve. Yeah, but you, nobody can deny that shit. Okay, nobody can deny that I, shit. And then they kept going. It might have been you. It might have been somebody else that explained, like you know how you get that um, the black PVC pipe, right? You know what I'm talking about, like half inch diameter, maybe eighth inch wall, and you hold it up, and it makes a little bell shape. But then as you go down, it flattens out, but it is still the same length. Yeah. So really, did we flatten the bell curve or just extend the duration of this thing? Maybe we. No, that's that's exactly what it was. Yeah. Um, there was there. I mean, OK, like we flattened the curve. OK, with the, the supposed curve. But it no, it absolutely no point were any hospitals in danger of being overwhelmed. Oh, no. By any metric. And, and the states that did ask for extra help, New York, California, they got the uh, sh the uh, Mercy Ships Hospital. 
The Mercy and Comfort, yeah. They didn't even get used. Well, the one in New York got used. I didn't hear anything out of freaking L.A., but, yeah. I mean, that's as big of a deal as it was, and almost the entire contagion is based around southeast New York and northern New Jersey. That's that's it. Like, at least one-third of the deaths in this country are located in about uh, somewhere around 20, 25 counties. Yeah. And you know, it sucks to be in that County, but why does what happened in New York or California need to affect what goes on in Missouri, Texas, Iowa? Now that's, that's the thing that they're coming to understand is that the blanket policy, like, just like the military, a blanket policy doesn't freaking cover. Right. But you got one private in your unit that fucks up. Everybody's doing push-ups. You know, that's basically what we're we're under. Don't don't just, you know, uh contain New York and especially, you know, New York City. Let's all go through this fucking pain together. Because that makes togetherness. Yeah, right. Unit cohesion. You remember those buzzwords being in school? Uh, unfortunately, yeah. Private Snuffy just fucked up. Now you all don't have weekend leave. Yeah. Let's do push-ups together. I was actually... Because Private Snuffy doesn't have his shit together. I was actually lucky that when I was an NCO, we had a thing called remedial training. The punishment had to fit the offense. You know? So, like, if Private Snuffy forgot his toolbox keys, then we'd make him take a, like, uh, I don't know, a log chain off of the 88 and carry that around with his keys on it as a key ring for a week. Oh, I've, I've seen the big cardboard cutouts of the uh, people that have lost ID yeah, cards. Yeah. They lost their cash. Yeah, remedial. So they kind of carry this giant freaking thing around and go and put their face. Yeah, down. remedial training. The punishment has to fit the offense. You, you can't just. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Lose your freaking weapon. What, whatever happened with the What was that? The Third uh, Marines lost a couple of weapons in the oh, field. Oh shit! I've for I've heard stories of fucking eighty second losing shit in the field. Uh, just a couple. Oh, just yeah. a couple days ago. There goes your well, weekend. Just a couple days ago, the uh, what the fuck army on Facebook put up a picture of somebody had a 50 cal just laying on the street and he was like the thing Oh yeah yeah missing the barrel it barely went hit the ground and freaking barrel yeah, popped out. It, yeah I saw that. I was like it's so much would be mine yeah. You can go fuck yourselves. Oh. If I found out on the side of the road holy Oh shit. a lot of people having a bad mine a lot of people having a bad weekend. Yeah, <laughs> not my problem. But hey, we're talking about the military, and hey, let's talk about Lieutenant General Michael Flynn. There, there, and things getting fucked. There could up. be some really interesting things that happen to this. The the thing that really upsets me the most <laughs> is the DOJ dropped, but the judge that was hearing it decided not to listen to them and try to pursue it. Oh yeah, and, as as for arguments and, uh, regarding this, briefs, the, people that weren't even involved in it, lawyers from California can fucking file an amicus brief and 
put it in there. Plus, apparently this judge that was on it doesn't feel he can make a decision on it. So he's asked another judge to come in and help him make a decision on it. Oh, that kind of means that he just dismissed himself from the case. As far as my legal understanding goes, but I didn't even know about the amicus briefs, and I don't even know what that means. I'd have to call my legal beagle on that one. Basically, from what I found out about amicus briefs is anybody that has any interest, whether they're involved in the case. Who would have interest? Exactly, but you've got all these fucking, um, the Nadler lawyers, the impeachment tribe, that are filing all of these briefs about why Flynn should still be accountable even when the DOG dropped the case. Now, to my understanding, to my understanding, when a prosecutor drops the case, it's done and gone. Why isn't this judge saying that? No, he's wait a minute. We still need to prosecute this guy, you know, because he was forced to lie by false facts from false stuff the FBI attained. Well, Nadler's one of the ones that has to ask that has to answer some pretty tough questions. On why that freaking investigation went so sideways. Oh, and Biden, it might go all the way up to Obama. Yep. I doubt anybody's going to squeal on the former president, but uh, most of his administration has to ask some, or has to answer some pretty tough Why did all these FISA things get signed when the evidence was proven wrong? Why did this? Why did, you know, a lot of stuff. Oh, no, that's exactly what I'm talking Yeah, a lot of stuff. Flynn's going to come out smelling like a rose on this, bro. I think they, and I think Stone's going to come out of it, too. I think they knocked over the dominoes that are going to lead to Stone. Exactly. If they set Flynn up, which they basically admitted that they lied, they've changed the records of the interview. They didn't give him legal counsel. They said he didn't need it. Um, they extorted information by saying, you know, look, you either say this or your son's going to have a real hard legal time. Yeah. Um, what would you do? I mean, yeah. I'd say, OK, fine. Where do I sign? Whatever. Keep my kid out of it. You know, I don't blame the guy. Yeah, I keep my family out of it. You know, but, but now all of this is coming out. So it's like you said, it's going to be a domino effect. OK, they lied to him. They set him up, which led to this, which means they lied about that to get, you know, it was, it's just lie on top of lie. And it was the same people in charge when Stone got fucking yep. got. And CNN was in front of his apartment before the FBI. Exactly. Was. They came. To record they came, the what was it, like 2 or 3 in the morning with a fucking full SWAT team for like a 60-year-old dude and his wife? Yeah, he, he, freaking, he might freaking weigh about a buck 50 on a good day. Wet. Yeah, he was a huge freaking threat. Oh, and yeah. Huge. I tell you, huge. Well, it, it, There's no bigger threat. Well, like... To the FBI than there was Roger Stone. Huge threat. And like you said, how did CNN happen to just get the call and happen to be at his house with cameras set up on tripods and lights to film the whole thing? Uh, Take a wild guess. Some of them leaks that everybody's talking about from Schumer and Nadler and um, Pelosi and fucking name your Democrat. Yeah, name somebody in the FBI that's in charge. 
or was in charge. <clears throat> and you'll get your answer pretty quick. And there's an investigation into that. Like I said, dominoes are falling. Oh, man. I know. And well, what's funny is, is um, I try to listen. I can't do it for a long time, but I'll flip over to CNN or, or MSNBC. <laughs> well, I, I, I like to think of it as, you know, know your enemy. You know, you got to know what they're talking about so you could research and defend it. You know? Gives you a headache oh, pretty God, quick, doesn't it's, it? It's, it's terrible. Like I said, I can only do about a half hour at tops. Man, I'm lucky like freaking five minutes. <laughs> but um, their whole thing is now they're trying to say <clears throat> that, well, well, Flynn still lied, whether he was pressured or not. Y yeah, but he he was pressured and to he lie. lie. That's he different didn't lie than lying. About what they say he did. He lied to yeah. Congress and an investigation about what they said he did. Okay, so that's some real gray area. You know, it's not... Well, that'd be like me saying, um, Dave, um, I totally know you talked to somebody and you said this. Except, no, that's not a good right. example. It's, it's Like I said, it's a weird gray area where they, they accuse Dave, you you fucked so and so that you don't even know, and you say no, I didn't. Who you know, like who is that person? And they're like, oh, you lied about this shit. And it, I mean, like he did talk to his counterpart in Russia, and he said, yeah, I did talk to him about you know my and, counterpart and in Russia. And then they then they made allegations about what was said, and he was like, "No, that didn't happen." And then they were like, "That's a lie." And that's my understanding of the whole fucking right. thing. Right. And then when he actually had to go to court and like testify, he said he backpedaled. So that's where they got him in that impeachment trap. You know, that's what the left is. But they did the same thing oh, to Roger Stone. And like you said, the dominoes are starting to fall. Everybody's seeing how, I mean, the FBI, the CIA, the NIS, the name your alphabet soup. They were all out. Well, it's, I mean, I guess with the, the, the Stone case, it was more like, okay, you talked with Ambassador so-and-so. I but forget the name. That was, that was and it was like, yes. And you, you, um... Uh, uh, colluded with him to fix the U.S. election. And he's like, no, I didn't. And they were like, yeah, you did. And he's like, no, I didn't. Like, well, we'll prosecute your son. And he was like, ah, fuck, yeah. Totally colluded yeah. with Russia. Well, and then, like, all the dominoes are starting to fall that the Russia collusion thing was made up fucking hoax, which, so none of this stuff should have ever happened. And the Well, somebody just dropped paperwork today saying that uh, and the same documents, they were actually backing Clinton. And I'm like, why the fuck wouldn't they? They fucking oh, yeah, stupid Of ass. course. They wanted her to win because she's weak like Obama was and would have let them get run over like Obama and Bill and, you know. Oh, they, they, oh, I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. A capitalist, a national capitalist 
Yeah, that's what Russia wants in office. Or somebody that they fucking own. Exactly. Uh, hmm. My critical thinking skills are very poor because I've watched 12 hours of CNN today. (laughs) So I'm totally going to believe that shit. Yeah, no. Trump was the worst case scenario for freaking Oh, fuck yeah. They, they, they... And China, and Mexico, and Canada, and I don't know, everybody. And everybody thinks nationalist is a bad word. National... When he went, make America great again, he fucking meant it. Nationalism is not a bad word. Why can't we have pride in America? Why can't we buy America? Well, it's... You, you've seen the lamestream media. It's bad if you feel that way. We need to have a global mind. We're all one in this world. Yeah, bullshit. You know, you can't say America's the best anymore because that's fucking xenophobic for the rest of the world. Well, we're other people clamoring to go for freedom, liberty, and the chance of the exactly. American dream. We are the freest country in the world. I don't see people shuffling off to Venezuela or fucking China, you know. Well, I, even like they, I told my freaking sister years ago when she was like, big ass Bernie supporter in the last election. And I was like, why don't you go to a socialist country and actually experience it first before you vote for it here? Oh, no. And she was all like, well, we should just have this type of stuff. And I'm like, go experience it first. And then come back and let me know how you liked it. When you get taxed at 50%, when instead of seeing 12 patients a day as a freaking radiologist, you're seeing 100 patients a freaking day. Because socialized medicine... Oh, you're making a whole lot more money. Like, uh, I think a radiologist starts out at, like, uh, she's making somewhere around forty to $50,000 right, a year it, right now. She'd be making, like, a hundred, hundred $110,000 there. medicine, except, and then you got to pay half of that back. Yeah, the taxes are at 50%, so she'd still be making, eh, you know, forty to $50,000. Maybe less. And working and have like yeah. four times the workload. But um, yeah, socialized medicine. Hoorah. All I got to say is um, if people want socialized medicine, just look at the VA hospitals and see how they treat us. And that's what socialized My sister, they, like you, you might as well be talking uh, freaking advanced freaking engineering to a two-year-old oh, I, autistic I know, child. Oh, well, well, speaking of autism, how do you like CNN putting Greta fucking what's-her-name on the panel of a coronavirus expert? Thunberg. Yeah. Greta Thunberg. Oh, she, yeah, yeah, I saw now that. She, she's a um, she's a coronavirus yeah, expert really? now. Holy crap, you're not even on way to go, yeah. Why the fuck I mean, not? if that doesn't just expose CNN as being just faker than <laughs> oh yeah she was a climate change expert what about it? 
a year ago, yeah, six months ago, something like that. And now she's a coronavirus you know, expert. Come on, really, CNN? I mean, I used to have respect <laughs> a little bit. When they first started out, they were halfway decent. But really? It, it sends, I mean, I think even Jer- James Earl Jones like went, uh, yeah, no, yeah, not doing that. Is, yeah, he stopped CNN. doing the voiceover because he realized it was fucking Yeah, because he was like, this is bullshit. Oh, no, no. Uh, let me see if I can do the James Earl. Yes. is bullshit. Close. Yeah, but, yeah, enough, you know, but... it's like I saw that today on the news, and I was like, holy crap. Really, people? She went from... No, as soon as James Earl Jones quit doing the voiceover, that's well, when and, they went to uh, shit. The other thing, like, in that $3, $3 trillion is what the Democrats want to push through now. $3 trillion. They want to throw more money at the problem. They want to give people an extra, besides the 1200 stimulus, now I guess people are going to get a $2,000 stimulus. Their um, $25 million is going to the United States Post Office out of that $3 trillion. Why? How is that connected to COVID? How does that help me or you or the average American? Well, the, well, the, the, they, they've showed over and over again that the small business loans are being completely right. misappropriated. And whose fault is it? Like, I don't think Matt has gotten his freaking small business stimulus well, thing, if, if, even if whatever, he, yet. But most of the universities in the freaking well, and United even States if Matt have, did get that uh, small business loan, he can't reopen. Like he said, then the health department comes in or they pull his liquor license or whatever because they're still in lockdown in Illinois by the governor. I'm hoping that shit ends, but it is what it you is. Know, so you know, even if he does get uh, it, where's he going to buy meat and produce from? Because now they got everything locked down. Well, and that's that's the problem with the and now everybody's freaking out yeah, about well, the reopening. And that's, you know, he's just one small business out of, of how many thousands across this country that are going through same things. You know? Well, it matched a lot of places are going, well, you can reopen but at a quarter or 50, or and 50 yeah, percent then capacity. And we still recommend takeout and, and pickup or pick, delivery you know, and pickup and that, options. And that all depends but on your like, governor, like the gal down in Texas with the hair salon, the guy in Michigan with the barber shop, you know. <clears throat> I said this, and people are starting to realize after what has it been, two months, that this is bullshit. If you're at risk, stay home by all freaking means. You don't have to go out and do stupid shit. Wear a mask. Do your freaking thing. Stay at home. To everybody else, go out. Have a freaking beer. Hit up the freaking Ditch Boring Grill in Illinois. Have a burger. Have a beer. Tip your waitress. Yeah. Did you you see um, Wisconsin? The governor decided to reopen bars, and there was a picture that it, this fucking bar was like packed. I think they were max capacity, dude. The first night. <laughs> and the thing is, is we'll learn in a week 
if people well, are getting okay, sick. Okay, here, here's here's another question. I, I found out a little more info, and I'm still digging into it, right? I'm not fucking Radio Shack, dickhead, but there's, I'll try there's to answer three your tests to determine if somebody is COVID positive, but they 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 give different results. Uh-huh. Like one test for the antigens of the antibody doesn't say when you got infected, just that you were and you got antibodies now. Then there's another yeah. one that tests that says you're yeah. currently getting sick, you know, because you're in a hospital on a ventilator. Of course, you're going to, you know, and then there's. Uh, they, they cut right. back on the ventilator. But then there's another test continue. that um, determines something else about like um, if you've got certain virus. You know, it's not an antigen test. It's something else. But none of them can determine when you were infected. Right? No, okay. just that you were infected. And, yeah, right. and or so have antibodies. So the antigen test on you and it comes back positive that you have the antibodies, you could have been exposed in March or in October. So the daily True. numbers of people that are testing positive for COVID are going to be affected by that because it wasn't just like they got infected today. They could have been infected in February. They could have been infected in December. Well, I got numbers uh, last night, random today, uh, for just the, the federal correction systems. And that's straight out right. of the Department of Corrections. They have, um, the last time they took a census of their overall population, it was 2.42 million. And out of all of them, uh, 70% tested positive. That's around 1.69 million people that tested positive okay, in yep. federal prisons. Out of that, uh, 304 people died out of uh, 100 and 100 or uh, 1.69 almost 1. right. 1.7 million like you people said earlier when you 304 people died that is a mortality rate of 0.012% exactly and some of those people that's the and federal that's an prison system. like you said earlier that's a great microcosm to look at It stays, it's in tune with what's going on with the overall population. It's between a 0.01 and 0.02 mortality rate. It's right there with the flu. You know, and nobody freaked out about the flu last year, the year before, the year before. Oh, well, supposedly we're supposed to freak out about the flu this year. Yeah. Get your mask right. Right on that one. We're 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 going to war again because this virus is killing everybody. Nah, it's a bunch of fucking bullshit. Now they're starting to fucking learn it, and uh, I'm waiting for the fallout. Well, and and people are realizing that they they were getting lied to, you know. Yeah, and it wasn't about mine or yours or anybody else's safety, you know. Like I said, money and power. 
Oh, it's getting fun. They it's were getting using fun. fear I'll give to you try that. to control people because uh, I don't know why. But yeah, it's, well, why not? Why not? That's they how you try to people. fear. Why the hell not? And people, and now people are going. Well, there's not. There's not like dead people laying in the streets all over the freaking place. Hospitals are overwhelmed. Uh, wait a minute. Something in this narrative isn't you know, yeah, exactly. quite working out. People are starting to realize it going, okay, wait a minute now. Uh, yeah. Uh, wait a minute. Yeah. Something doesn't make sense here. Well, and I've been saying that since the beginning of this. You've been doing the numbers stuff saying that didn't make sense. I've been saying none of this, when you look at the whole big picture, is making sense. You know, you can open a gym, but not a movie theater. No, they they were they were no not a gym. Oh, they opened oh, up hell the gyms no, here. Gym. Yeah, did they? Oh, Those no. are petri dish. Nobody to begin wipes with, off the but... sweat out of any machine they work out on. You know, I've seen it. I've been to gyms. Yeah, it's hey, I never said um... I made a good progress. I've just I've been to gyms. <laughs> I rode the exercise bike. <laughs> Yeah, that's what you need to lose more I got weight. My stamina up. You fat I've ass motherfucker! I'm a buck sixty now. There you go. Shit, I think I'm lucky if I'm a buck sixty right now. I think that's my absolute minimum weight, though. So then I for, I forgot to eat yesterday. You're getting like, so. you're getting like me and Glenn. It's been busy. I'm just, well, I'm not going to lose my leg, but well, that's an easy way to lose weight. Right. You know, half your fucking leg got off. There we go. Um, But uh, no, seriously, <laughs> no, I, I forget to eat because I've been so busy. And I'm not trying to brag on that shit, but I've been busy. And sometimes I just forget to eat. And I'm actually surprised that my phone hasn't freaking rang since... We've been on for now 42 minutes. My phone hasn't freaking rang. Apparently, nobody's in crisis at the moment. And that filled my heart <laughs> with joy. Oh, and hey, um, I'm dead since serious I'm your heathen assistant, assistant, if you get any cash for talking to people, I get half. <laughs> Hey, that'd be a fair price, but the, I I already said that uh, I'm not going to charge people. It was it was one of the best compliments. Well, and, and bro, like I said, time. you you listen good. You you've got that good quality. People have said that I have a good ear, you know, and that is a good compliment. That 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 is do? a good compliment. You know, I appreciate when people say you're somebody I can talk to. You know, as are you. But I wouldn't be like, I, it, it, it's just the, I, I don't know, like, I don't know how to put it, but I would never be like, hey, Dave, can I, can I pay you to well, talk to you? You, you, you like, know, I'm I, the same way as you. I'd say, fuck, no, you ain't paying me. What is, what's on? 
No, hell no. Let's just talk. Yeah, that's exactly how the conversation went. But I just like I I don't I don't know. Like, and it it feels really good to be valued in such a way that they think my time is well, money. Okay, well, well, I mean, it is. I, I, I bro, trust but, me. I know exactly how you feel. Nobody's offered to pay me for talking to them, but you and other people have said that I'm kind of. Uh, uh, they they appreciate when I talk to them or when this happens or that happens. And I, you know, you're humble. Like I am, you're like, ah, it's no big deal. You know? It is. I mean, well, for a heathen, that's a good quality. I don't think you're completely heathen, but you know, whatever. <laughs> I still hold that hope for you. <laughs> no, but I mean, it was, it was just one of those, and for it to all happen well, in one day of people going like, hey, listen, you know, like, I hate to keep bothering you, but like, if I pay you, would it not be a problem? And I'm like, you're not number one, you're not bothering you're not me paying. too. Yeah. No, you don't have to pay. I, I'm not going to say that the, the notion didn't run through my head like, how much <laughs> yeah. charge? But you're, but, you know, um, and I ain't going to lie. Every now and then it does feel good to get patted on the back by somebody other than yourself. I mean, I, you know, like. I don't pat myself on the right. back. I just do what you, I you fucking know what I mean? do. It's like when you somebody know? actually says, hey, I really appreciate this. And. Oh, son of a bitch. This is going to be a hard <laughs> one to take notes. I was trying to. We've gone through so many freaking subjects. I'm not even sure. I might have to listen to this again to even begin yeah, to title it. But industry problems, folks. Industry problems. We'll figure but, it out eventually. We're we were born to be rambling mans. And we fucking ramble. Because we're totally off the well, and, thing that and I see, wanted that's to talk about. Like, I, I, I don't know how the Air Force field was. I'm assuming, you know, you guys had heated mattresses and, you know, nice air-conditioned tents. Um, we... Oh, yeah, out room service. Um, yes. Um, podiatrists on, on cold, your pillows yes. at night, um, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah, every night. Every night. We, we, would, we would be bored in the Army in our canvas tent that looked like MASH episodes, right? And you just get to shooting the breeze and you start talking about one thing. And the next thing, you know, you you're talking about how MREs are little aliens because they always spill on your pants. Dude, I, uh, contrary to popular belief, I almost lived on MREs oh, for bro. extended periods of time. I live the tent life. We live the better tent life than the fucking army, though. Those motherfuckers basically put up freaking mosquito nets oh, and yeah. slept in that fucking shit. No fucking air conditioning My unit. No nothing. And the lowest temperature, I think, when the 101st was over there was My maybe 85 degrees. And when it's 140 during a day, 85 when, is when, cold. Uh, I went to Kuwait. Fuck. We had uh, camouflage. As our covering, I slept on a cot in the great outdoors underneath camouflage netting. <laughs> okay, no tent, go. no mosquito netting, 
just a cot. Oh, I slept on a cot. We didn't have, you know, your heated mattresses that you claim that we had. Or I had a mummy bag, a, uh, a freaking cot, oh, I was, pillow I had to freaking buy. I was one of them guys that was so, like, okay, we're going to the field. So I went to the camping store. And I got like that self-inflated mattress that's like half inch thick, makes it a little softer on the cot. You know, I had. I like the cot. I, I the cot on, wasn't bad. Dude, when I fucking came back home, my mom and dad had turned my room into an extra room, so I had to sleep in the parlor off of the living room on a cot. Every morning, I have to wake up. Un- unassemble it every night i went to bed i had to fucking spread it out and pop it back together oh that's fun that's the worst part about a cut that final cross beam yeah <laughs> it sucks well my kid like i'm fixing to clean out his room and he i bought him a bed and then he was like no i was sleeping in a cut and I'm like, are you fucking kidding me right now? That's what he did. She slept on a fucking cot. I'm like, okay. The, the only thing I am raising a retard. Well, the only thing I didn't like about cots is I'm six foot. Yeah, I got to yeah, like bend my knees and sleep sideways. You know what I'm saying? It's it's, but they were comfortable as shit. They 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 were comfortable. I got I smart after my second. Um, I started bringing my hammock with me. Now that's the way to sleep in the field, bro. You pop a hammock up and just kind of snuggle in that thing. What the hell are uh, you attaching? Vehicles. To? I'd fucking pull a truck to the bumper. <laughs> oh Jesus! Don't forget, I was motor pool, <laughs> bro. I had vehicles. We'd hook that thing up to the side of a couple APCs, one one threes, Humvees, whatever we had. Boom, boom. I don't know. If it works, it works. Oh. That shit, it arches my back too much, and I'm going to wake up and I freaking pain on that one. I enjoyed the shit out of it, bro. I used it out in the field in Korea. I used it in Kuwait. I got in trouble for using it in uh, Fort Carson. Know, maybe you should have joined the Navy. Do they, they? I thought they went to the metal racks instead of the, the hammocks. Yeah, I think nowadays they that do. would make me yeah. claustrophobic. For one, I didn't want to join the Navy because I don't like being that far from land. If I can't see land, I get yeah, you know. Yeah, same and, here. Oh, I have a panic yeah, attack like if I flying, when I lose sight going of land. to Korea and Kuwait was not really enjoyable for me because you're over the ocean, you know. Oh, I, I have to be shit faced drunk to fucking fly. I was shit faced when I went out to see fucking Chad and Kendra. Yeah, me and uh, two freaking Tac P guys. Well, I'm sure there was a couple other people dr- uh, drinking, but me and two Tac P guys coming back from Korea drank. Oh, a I told you the story about when we went to Korea back in '94, and we drank the plane out. We took Leatherman's out and opened up the cabinets. The stewardesses gave up on us. Yeah, there you go. 
No, I wasn't. They, when they said they were at alcohol, I trusted that they were at alcohol because we drank a lot yeah. of it. Yeah, well, like, like I said, we had, I think it was 74, 76 guys that went back on active duty from the Guard Reserves. And we, we were. Oh, shit. That should have been. We were on the whole out, back end of about the an hour because, you know, military. Yeah, we were not even halfway to Korea. Mm-hmm. The plane was out of alcohol. Now we ran out about uh I'm gonna say hour forty five minutes into uh Washington State. That's when that's when they Me were like, them. Yeah, we don't have any more alcohol. And then we got off the plane, grabbed our freaking well, grab, you know, because I had the transfer. Some other people had to grab their bags because they were getting off at um whatever bases around there. And um the Sear base. That's what that's what I call it. I forget what SeaTac? base it really is but uh now um i somewhere in the back of my mind i do know the name of the base but that's where half the people go for sear it's up in washington state near the airport okay i'm trying to think therefore because i was out at fort lewis which is right in that same area there's like what Puget. Oh, that's the joint base. Is uh, Lewis something? Yeah, I mean well, that's right next to when I, when I was there. It wasn't the a joint base. base. It was still just Army base. Fort Lewis was all Army. Uh, that sounds really really familiar. Uh, Lewis no McCord. No, that's in. No, it's not. You that's sure? in Oklahoma. Uh, I don't that's know. striking a name. I, honestly, I know there was like SeaTac, there was um, Fort Lewis, there was uh, McCord Air Force Base, I thought was out there too. Huh. Anyway. It it might be. I wouldn't I wouldn't state my reputation on it. Um something it's something along those lines. I mean it name popped into my head, but because uh, that's a, an obscure base. No matter what the hell it does, whether it's for fuelers or what, McCord is a weird base. I mean, the one up in Washington is the one that I know. Uh, okay, Air there's, Force there's Fairchild Air Force Base in Spokane, and there's McCord Air Force Base That's in it. Tacoma. I had to ban uh, McCord. Because that's that has to be linked with. Um, well, that's on the other. That's on the other side of the mountains. That's close uh, to Idaho. Lewis. Yeah, well, that's because that's where, where the Army here. has Yakima Training Center, which is basically a cold desert in Washington State. There's sand dunes. It sucks. Hmm. No, McCord is definitely where the Air Force does here, and that has to be real close to Lewis. No, um, McCord, I think, I think like I said, Fort Lewis is on the uh, west side of the Rocky Mountains, and McCord's on the east side towards Idaho of the Rocky Mountains. Okay, so is it the the other bait, Lewis? Um, Yeah, um, uh, the, uh, yeah, whatever, Fort, whatever it was, you... that's close to uh, Fort uh, Lewis. The other Air Force base was right next door. 
that's a, if if they're not directly well, linked now they are directly linked. I, I think they are just a joint task force you know which a lot of I know that's where well, that's where the freaking that's tech like what guys a lot of places going, are doing when I was, I was uh, getting out in 2000 Fort Leonard Wood we had Marines Navy Air Force coming there we had uh, other countries sending their military people there you know it was a joint base but you still did basic there was still some army people there but then a lot of other forces were coming there Oh, there, dude! I've been on uh, international training bases, and oh, it gets you don't know who to fucking salute. Quick. Well, the British British uh, military rank they they just use stripes and weird shit, and I'm like, and we're not like we're not talking chevrons, just stripes. I, I, and I'm like, I got, I got nothing to. Yeah, I, like, I, I, I had no I was idea. The same what way when we went to fucking Kuwait, and then even over in Korea, we had a couple. Especially down in Fort Leonard Wood, we had a bunch of Brits and some fucking Hindus and some South, you know, Arabic countries that sent their military to learn how to blow stuff up or NBC stuff. It was weird. You know? Yeah, I dealt with all that crap too. Uh, freaking Omani soldiers, the hundred first trying to teach them how to shoot and that land nav. Oh, we had fun <laughs> teaching the guys how to blow up shit with debt cord. We fucked with the fuses on them. Well, you know, oh, you, you know, uh, usually it's like one inch, one minute, or less, and so. Uh no uh, yeah no, uh, well, no not one inch um your standard your standard time fuse is about an inch a foot right and or, so uh, a minute a foot we, we'd mess with them by shortening or lengthening um, the the cord so we tell well you got to you got to do your test burn with a, an inch cut and number one that takes the the uh any oxidation that may freaking occur during detonation you take the first inch off then do a test burn with the first inch and make sure that that's what it is and then you cut a well, foot okay none of these the freaking debt charge arabic countries have anywhere near the experience the united states military and i'll even say the army on blowing oh, things up and no. so we were tasked to teach these guys you know fuses and c4 how to blow up how to make shape changes how to do fucking this and that and they were losing their fucking minds we were having a blast it was like a kid in a candy store like what we get to go blow stuff up yes mm-hmm. oh i i saw some stuff and then i heard things firsthand uh about because they held, they all had styrogs in Oman. That was their standard battle rifle. It was a styrog. It took them two magazines to even start. Oh, those guys are worthless as tits on a cockroach, target. dude, in a firefight. Uh, yeah. Yeah, well, they're going to make a lot of fucking noise. Hope, Bullets hope. are going to be fucking everywhere, but yeah, it took them at least 35 well, fucking like, rounds to even start hitting a target. 
When I was and there, I was like, they were out on military exercises right and the military vehicle broke down. They just left it where it was. They didn't bother calling anybody. They didn't try to fix it. They just left it where it was and kept on going or went back. You know, like, well, our truck's broke. We can't play. Sorry, guys. We're going home. You know. Calling the Bedouins or the Bedouins, you know, yeah. What's that that wowed me is on on, uh, LandNav, the local nationals couldn't do it. They called in the Bedouins. And I'm like, because they're nomads. Like, they know that they know oh, the yeah. desert. They, they, yeah, because. Paid them, paid them right up the fuck front and blah, blah, blah. And they went out and they thought they knew what they were doing. Dismissed their, their uh, subject matter experts and then got thoroughly fucking lost. Like, to the point where. I got GPS lost and we had one of them old, old school fucking beige cardboard colored looking pluggers. I don't know if you remember those. Yeah, you had to stop because if you were moving, you couldn't lock onto the GPS satellite. You had a little antenna you had to hook up. It took like six D cell batteries. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. And I got lost using one of them. That desert is no joke at night out there, bro. Fuck. Oh, they got so fucking lost. They was fun. We had to. We had to. <laughs> we had to go pick them up. <laughs> they were so far off one of their waypoints. It was fucking retarded. And over there, like you see the maps. Like our maps, and there's actually like lines and yeah. shit between Yemen and Oman and Saudi yeah, Arabia. Yeah, no, you, yeah, you don't yeah, know where there, no you're lines. at any given moment. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, we they were way the fuck out there. We don't know what the fuck country we were in. It was fucking hilarious. We're like, yeah, cool. Uh, it was one of those fucking things, and then they all had to clean their weapons for like three days <clears throat> it was because somebody got them fucking lost. they were fucking lost like and seriously we didn't know where the fuck we are picking them up they're just like all right we're picking up a whole fucking fuck ton of people you know on the back of the fucking deuce and a half and pray to god we don't get fucking stuck so we actually did in Oman get a fucking doosnap stuck, and then we got a freaking all-terrain uh, forklift stuck trying to pull it out, and we had to pull <laughs> both of them out with another all-terrain forklift. Oh fuck! I was yeah, like, "Oh, you get a freaking doosnap stuck." Oh, <laughs> not in my experience. If you get one of those, some some bitches stuck. I knew you a guy that got a hemi. That's an real eight by bad. eight. You got two front axles that turn for steering. Oh, you gotta be! You gotta be! Oh, he was. Up he was almost. He almost buried the tires. Yeah. 
Yeah, and Mike Rowe when he was doing Where dirty he, jobs and he was doing yeah. an army episode. Yeah, it was it was a little worse than that, road. and we did the exact same thing to the guy that was driving that they did to Mike Rowe. You got it stuck, you go out there and hook it up to get it pulled out. Oh, fuck yeah, this like dude a was short, so he was mud. almost yep. shoulders. I mean, you know. <laughs> but I was lucky. Uh, I was happened. in an engineer unit. We had bulldozers. I've never seen a bulldozer get stuck. And they will... Well, and they will pull a lot well, of Well, they don't move very fast. Stuck. That's what we use to get the... Uh, yeah. You have, like, what? Whatever the width and length of the well, track is, that's your surface area. You're going to be dealing with freaking, like, 80 fucking horsepower, and you're going to be able to oh, we pull out shit every, out. Everybody's like, why don't you class. use the Hammett Wrecker? Why don't you use the recovery vehicle? And it was like, because this is going to yank that out of anything. They we, had no matter what. Just tie to something fucking secure, otherwise we're going to tear it the fuck It was uh, one of the new five tons with those uh, self-inflating air system things. The guy forgot to pull the brake, right? We literally drugged that out of the mud with a bulldozer. Uh-oh. Big fucking waves of mud in front of the tires as we're just dragging it. They're not rolling. You know what I mean? Moved it though. He wasn't stuck yeah. anymore. No, that's that's the that's the nah. <clears throat> you get, I mean, you can stick a freaking I've seen idiots try do that enough, with track but, vehicles, get them stuck um, on the fucking side, just goes the, into a like slippy hole or something, and they just sit there and spin and do circles. Yeah, well, that's how we train, that's how we learn, but that wasn't anything compared to freaking foreign militaries because holy shit. Foreign militaries are fucking. In nightmare. the most parts, yes. Yep. I my experiences aren't probably as much as yours, but I have a few experiences with foreign military, and none of it was good. <laughs> well, the one thing when we were in Oman, uh, the, Imagine- the Brits smuggled in some Irish whiskey, and then they sent the the dude, the Irish guy. And another English guy, the Irish dude, you couldn't understand. And according to them, he wasn't speaking Gaelic. It was English. But he was less intelligible okay. than Brad Pitt in Snatch. It was, no, 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 this is, this is the best impression I can do with this guy. No, it's not a way, no way, no way. Like, what the f- I'm like, what the fuck did he just say? And they're like, we don't know either. And I'm like, how the fuck do you operate as a freaking mortar platoon? You can't even understand this, dickhead? I was like, is that not Gaelic? They're like, as far as we can tell, it's English. And I'm like, and you don't understand him. Nope. 
I'm like, uh, can you understand me? They're like, yeah, you speak English per- perfectly. Eh, most of the time. But it was like, I had a couple problems understanding some of their accents. But an American accent, they understand with no problem. Well, and we actually uh- speak the language properly. With them, you go 20 freaking miles and I got to deal with some of those guys up in um, Fort Lewis that came over because there was a ranger battalion up there. And so they sent a couple of their British forces over to train with the ranger guys. And um, yeah, some of those fuckers, like the one dude we hung out with, um, the bars at that time didn't have mixed drinks a lot of. You just went to the pub and you got beer. You know? And he was all... He had his first Long Island iced mm-hmm. tea, and I swear to God, his eyeballs about popped out of his head like fucking Yosemite Sam type. Shit. He was like, he was like, oh my God, this is incredible. And I'm like, look, dude, you want to be careful with those. Those fuckers will sneak up on you. Oh, no, nah, mate, I'm good. You know? Oh, yeah, well, we dumped They'll him in the back of a station wagon a cab. <laughs> you know, he had like three That's of them, and we great. were like, "Look, bro." He's like, "I need to go," you know. But and I can't even attempt the <laughs> accent that he had. But it took us a while to like figure out what he was trying to tell us, you know. <laughs> no, I, I've been I, ever since uh, the social media shit has been a thing. I've been trying to reconnect with my one Brit friend. I haven't been able to find them yet, but uh, now he was a, he was a good guy. We we stayed in contact for a very long time after Oman. He sent me pictures from Kabul and um, shit like that, and uh, we were correspondents for quite a while. And now I I can't find them. I don't know exactly. You know, I don't know maybe. Or oh, he's a civilian like pensioner so. in UK. Uh, I doubt it. He was a good kid. Um, okay. So I don't know. I honestly, God, don't know. And the, well, that's the only person kind of that I, up, I would know how to contact. Um, so I don't know about you. Um, I, I I tend to suffer from a certain amount of survival's guilt for different various reasons. And one of the biggest ones that I got is I wonder how the troops that I was in charge of have turned out. You know what I mean? I got out right before 9-11 happened. So a lot of the guys I was in charge of were, you know, E-4s and below. And I I wonder what happened to them when all of this shit went to fucking hit the fan. Well... I was in in 99 after 9-11 we got we were running a fucking daycare center and I think well, I said and this that, in the, long, the last podcast um, I know at least see, and two I of have my no troops are senior of, NCOs um, any of the guys that I was you know because I'm curious that was my like that was like my first time being in charge was right after I got my stripes and I came back and, you know, okay, this is your unit. Now these are your six guys train them. And I'm just, like I said, I'm curious, but I'm not because, you know, I don't want to think that something I did or didn't do or, you know what I mean? 
No, I'm I'm Facebook friends with almost every troop that I was in charge of. There's well, a couple that are uh I don't know, doing whatever, but as far as I maybe. know, they're all still alive and they've oh, all no, had good I'm, lives. I'm, you know, you can't focus on the bad. This is I'm, yeah. I'm not, now I'm gonna now I'm gonna freaking give you the same I'm, free service that I'm I've not given everybody else. On the bad. Like you can't I said, focus curious, on the bad, man. But like I said, I do struggle, you know, every now and then with that survivor's guilt from you know, did I do enough during Desert Shield back in 90 and 91? Did I do enough when I was on active duty with the guys? But I'm, I'm okay with it. No, it, it doesn't. I'm okay with it. You know, I did what I does thought it matter? was at the time. Yeah, but, I'm, you know, I, like I said, man, I'm you're just in I'm right curious, headset, you man. know. I had some fucking, I had some hella good troops when I got my first straight by Carson, uh, bro. Them fuckers were badass mechanics i could tell them to work on anything from a lawnmower to chainsaw to a dozer and they'd get the job done you know what i mean now i'm damn proud of my kids man um they they they've gone on to if they're not still in the military they've gone on to very good positions wherever they are you know um i i can't complain i think i did a good job they're the best well, job i could do I, I i'm sure would... that i wasn't the only influence that that guided them in life but every single one well, of them that i, I'm I think in contact the reason with i'm not in, in contact very good with place is in life, because man. like you know the big deal for us back then was aol you know so social media has changed we we didn't even have cell phones out in the field. You know what I mean? And if we did, it was yeah. somebody that had one of the big dump bag phones with an antenna, you know? <laughs> yeah. What was it? My dad, since he, he's had a bag phone, uh, he still has the same fucking number. Like that son of a bitch is grilled into the back of my fucking head. I'll never forget oh, that. Oh, but back number. in the day, I could, you I could walked into a ball with the bag phone. You were a chick magnet. Um, yeah. Well, I don't. He didn't do that, but he had beepers and it was so bad. Bag phones. Remember those? Um, they looked like the brick and, from Radio Shack. Know, they were like that beige, and they had. Oh yeah, man. Yo, that's back in the eighties. And then some bitches well, if you got well, brain cancer now, you use the brick phone. Yeah, they fucking they were about as good as a military radio. I, I <laughs> one of my buddies had one and Except they didn't um, have we went crank. out to the field and he snuck it in because it was a different time. And so we're in the tent and he's like, Hey, do you guys want to borrow the phone? And I, we were all like, Okay. I actually the gal I was going out with actually got mad at me because she thought I was lying about being in the field because I called her on a phone. She was like, where are you at? And I'm like, I'm out in the field. And she's like, no, you're not. How do you get a phone out there? And I'm like, really? You're having this argument with me now? You know? <laughs> well, it's, uh, I got to use a GPS phone. Or satellite sat phone uh, on one of my deployments, and I was like, "You got," and that was that was foreign military, 
They're like, you want to go home? And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, but how the fuck am I going to do that shit? Like, we get like 10 minutes on a computer about once a week uh, or the call center, you know, whatever. But, you know, he's like, no, I got a, I got a sat phone. And I'm like, you got to be fucking kidding me right now. And he pulled that bitch out. And I was like, oh, no fucking way. And I can't remember if that was Oman or fucking. Uh, no, I would think that. No, uh, fucking Diego Garcia was what two thousand five. No, we they still were starting to get fucking cell phones weren't that advanced in two thousand five. <laughs> Fuck, they barely had camera phones in two thousand five. I don't remember which deployment it was on. Someone pulled out a fucking GPS phone, and I was like, "You got to be fucking kidding me!" And I'm like, "Yeah, dude, no fucking big deal. Lose it, use it as long as you fucking want." And I'm like, "Your battery can't fucking last that fucking long on this shit." I wasn't married to anybody in 2005, so I think I called my grandmother, maybe my dad, yeah. best friend, something like that. <clears throat> but it was, that was fucking wild shit, dude. I was like, no fucking way. So that was cool. That was some cool I shit. Remember, uh, I remember coming home but and airplanes that, had you know, just started. Um, getting phones that you could use when you were at altitude and they were in the headrest and they were in the headrest yeah, it, it plugs into the back of the headset yeah, yeah I remember that shit and so I like I called my yep. mom and dad up one yeah, time yeah that's what like, I was hey, saying um, we're about halfway home you guys probably should leave to go to the airport to pick me up now you know and I thought that was just the coolest fucking thing and now it's like eh, whatever. yeah Slide your credit card. I remember that but shit. Yeah, I used know, those yeah. fucking things too. You know, yeah, hey, I'm on a fucking plane. From a plane at, you know, 30,000 cool. feet. No big deal. And now it's like, yeah. and now it's like really no big deal. It's like, yeah, oh, I thought that so was you cool did that. Ever. Whoopee. You know, <laughs> Well, they, 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 yeah, because everybody's got one. Now they got iPads in the headrest in front anymore. of you. You can watch a movie or whatever you want. I don't think they can yeah, hold people, though. Supposedly, that's... Um, Never tried. You can't use your cell phone, either. Uh... Okay. Even you still are supposed to set your phone to airplane mode when you're in the air. That. You know they make sure to tell you that the stewardesses, please remove your phones and set them to airplane mode. It, if I live my life how I figure I'm going to live my life, uh, there is no fucking way I'm I ever stepping I, um, foot I actually back on almost airplane. did not go to New Hampshire because I was, it'd been 20 years since I flew, bro. There was no TSA the last time I flew. And so now I got to get on a plane <laughs> yeah, to go no, to the fucking no East Coast, New Hampshire. Oh my God, dude. I was fucking panic attack like a motherfucker. I'll drive every single motherfucking time. I don't give a rat's ass. 
I I'm sat go to Columbia to buy my um, fucking boat. The guy that I'm drove driving. me that dropped, dropped me off at the airport, he showed up. I had already been about uh, halfway through a 12-pack. I don't know how many bowls I had smoked. On the way there, I'm sitting in the back seat, just fucking ripping fucking hit, get to the airport, check in, go to the bar, have two way overly priced beers. You know, and then I'm like, okay, I can get on the plane, go to where the fucking plane is, and I'm sitting there. Now boarding, get on the plane. Give me a drink as soon as we get to the legal limit, you know. Oh no, that's that's a requirement. And when I flew back from uh, Qatar, I was uh, hitting uh, Eseg in the. Well, I told bathroom. you what we did. We just used our. We at, at first we didn't have. You could still smoke. There were ashtrays in the armrest, and then you couldn't smoke. And then they put in the smoke alarms, and we removed the smoke alarms with Leatherman because every good engineer has a Leatherman. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just pulled them down and disconnected them. Nowadays, I think does, nowadays that's, that's all awesome for us to thank for that. <laughs> that. <laughs> no, the, what was it? A Liam Neeson movie covered up with duct tape. You're smoking the bathroom, and I'm like. The vape, or not a vape, but a e-cig, didn't set the fucking thing on. I didn't think it would, because it's just fucking water vapor, uh, for the most part. And I was like, eh, fuck it. Sets it off, sets the fuck off. But I'd fucking drink myself fucking stupid, wake up, go to the fuck, you know, order a couple more fucking drinks, try to get fucking blasted. And then go to the fucking bathroom, have a couple of puffs off the fucking smoke, and go back, have a couple more fucking drinks, go back, fucking have a couple of puffs. Oh, that's always the best way, you know, go to sleep, wake up where you're supposed to be. Well, that's the the way I try to go, but it was a, that fuck, that was like a 14 hour fucking flight. And there's, I haven't slept more than six hours and I don't know how fucking long. So shit needed to be fucking done. And every time there was uh, turbulence or something like that, guess who's wide fucking awake and wanting, wanting to freaking fit the whiskey. I'm not a good flyer. Never was. I, I, I don't enjoy it like some people do, but I'm not like, other people are, you know, I'm like, okay, it's a necessary evil. I have to do this to go point A to point B, you know. I'll drive. I'll drive. At this point, I'll just drive. If I, if like, uh, one of my uh, internet crushes was like, hey, uh, See, apparently you have better pay internet crush trip. game than I do, bro, because I attract like weirdos and psychos. I'm not saying they're not psychos. Oh, I, I understand. Um, you know, I, well, like, I had one chick that was out in Salt Lake City, 
that thought more was going on, wanted me to move out there, da-da-da. Had another one that wanted me to give up my house and move back to the town that I hate, you know. And I'm like, no, I'm not doing this, you know. No, then you definitely have a better freaking internet crush game than I do because it isn't going behind. It isn't going beyond like responding to my comments. I was actually, I actually, um, this one chick, she, um, she'd get drunk and really blasted. She shouldn't have drank. And she sent me uh, Domino's Pizza one time. You know, we we were sitting here shooting the breeze. Next thing I know, I got Domino's knocking on my door. Oh, shit. And she was like, hey, did you get that? And I'm like, was that you? And she goes, well, you said you were hungry. And I'm like, well, holy fuck, thanks, you know. But. Yeah, no. <laughs> your internet crush game is way better than mine. But like I said, if one of my internet crushes were like, yeah, drive out to California or come out to California. I ain't even driving, bro. Like I said, <laughs> I I, I've had plane. a couple of I'll guys offer and I just, I'm like, no, I'm not. No, you know, I don't know. I guess I just got a different mindset about stuff. I'll drive. Like, I don't give a rat's ass. Like, I, if I never, I'm telling you right now, if I never step foot on a plane again, I will, I will be completely fine. I hate planes. Um, you know, I know a lot of, sh- like, they're safer than driving, blah, blah, blah. But, nice, my- uh, nope, I'll be all right. And right now, like, I could probably fly out there and back well, for and, less um, than I could my- drive. And, I still don't give a shit. I well, you can't pick I me up from the fucking airport anyway, so eh, what am I going to do? But uh, Nah, I'll be alright. I'll drive. That way I can swing by Matt's and uh, <laughs> pick up your fucking chili cheese dogs and uh, fucking on the drive back, you know, hit up. Probably hit up Matt's again. Uh, get to hang out. Then there's a couple people in Fort Wayne. There's a couple of people in. Oh, uh, and you know, uh, I hope you don't mind. Either you're coming with me, or he's coming over to your freaking place. Uh, but I got a brother in Des Moines, like a serious brother. Uh, right, you're bro, about yeah. a step below um, him. We serve together. Um, I haven't, I haven't met my nephew yet. I haven't met his wife. Uh, that's happening. Period. Um, and if you want to stay at home and do your thing, and I go out and do something I'm, else, I'm that's down fine for that, too. Bro. Yeah, you I'd come like by, we'll hang out to meet him. Go pick him up. A really, really cool guy. Uh, and then the drive back is going to be trying to meet everybody. There's, there's Matt again. Uh, then a couple people in Fort Wayne and well, and uh, I'm, I'm, I'm like fuck. you, I, like I really people in like it, it floored me so, when, um, Stacy and, um, uh, Shannon decided that I was going to get Rupert and they were going to make it happen, you know? Um, and then when Chad hit me up and was like, Hey, we're down in, you know, this place in Iowa, we're going to swing up and swing by and meet you. And you know, I've had a few people that I've met off of Facebook that have, 
you know, like Dusty Gold, he took a motorcycle trip around the United States and stopped in for a couple hours. Yeah, you know. He- oh, I did see that. That was fucking awesome. I forget what page he posted that on, but like it was the yeah, sign of every I mean, state he entered. Like so and it was cool. like I'm like, you know, I, I feel state. great that people want to stop and hang out. It just floors me, you know. Yeah, um, we'll see what I mean. We'll see what happens. It just, uh, it, it's one of those things that I don't know what it is about this time of the year. I need to fucking get out and fucking do something. I still got to, like, I got the plan. Um, I got to really, really look at my finances and, and make sure that this is fucking viable yet. And um, go from there. But it looks like everything is a freaking go. Like I said, I'll be there either very late Sunday or early Monday. It's one of the two. So, and like I said, I'll let you, I'll let you know one way or another uh, on what plan A or plan B is freaking going. And, but I want to miss a lot of the, a lot of traffic so leaving early sunday is my first viable option and then leaving very late sunday is my next option so i'll be basically halfway oh, there before we're iowa rush we, hour freaking even picks we, up. we don't really have a rush hour so to speak i mean a Either little way. bit around des moines in the mornings, but it's nothing compared to you know chicago new york you know it's not a rush hour Well, no, no, I mean, well, diverting south on 70 uh, is going to completely eliminate Chicago. So that shouldn't even be an issue. That's not an issue anymore to to link up with uh, King. That's uh, not even not even a problem. And then from what I understand, I just I basically kicked north from there. And then hook back up on 70. And I'll send it to you I after this. Address, Basically, but, all you got to do coming. Um, that's, you know. Now, you don't need to send it to me now because it'll get lost in the rest of the chats. Um, it's going to be a week from now or a well, week it, and a half from now when I need that where people are at that don't message me all the time. And that way I can. And it, cause it looks like now I'm going to be able to hook up with uh, uh, Dwayne, Rebecca, uh, freaking Ryan, uh, somebody else in Ohio, uh, two people in See, that's Fort so Wayne. I, like I said, I, I love meeting people off of, of Facebook. More. You know what and I mean? Then, it just, it's like so cool. That's what I'm trying to do, you know, and Dwayne says he's going to fire up the grill for me. I'm like, hell yeah, let's go. And all I need is a freaking, I'll bring my blanket with me, blanket and freaking pillow with me. All I need is a freaking couch or a little bit of space on the floor and I'm good. So, 
They don't matter to me. Well, and, and um, well, and like I, I mean, said, one of these couches, one of the fake pleather ones, so cleaning it wasn't that hard to do. I take naps on it, so. Now, I know my couch is comfortable as fuck because I've been sleeping on it for two months. So, you know, I'll let you know it ain't comfortable. <clears throat> but no, nah, I'm not. I'm not too worried about it. Oh, it's bro, just, I totally I'm, understand. I'm like a little I said, excited, but, a little nervous. Um, um, I'm kind of nervous about people coming over. You know what I mean? I'm I'm that kind of person, and I'm not the best housekeeper and all of that. So then paranoia and all of that gets up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, you don't. Your place don't have to be fun clean for me. You know, I'm telling you right now. Similar, you know. I still have my daughter's toys sitting all over my freaking coffee table right now. You know, uh, you came over here right now and be like, uh, I, I don't let me clean the mail off that of this chair so, so like, you can sit you down. Know, between me and, uh, but, well, no, but like between I, me and um, Rupert, there's I'm all sure kinds of fur and hair on the extremely floor. At risk. And so like when Kat stopped over, she's got her little dachshund and he'd sniff around and he'd look up at her and he'd have a like, fur ball stuck to his nose or something you know a little fuzz ball you know? I'm not worried about that at all um, me and cats generally oh, well, get along no this chick her name I'm is gonna, cat I, she I, stopped like over with her dogs and dog on her way to Minnesota oh okay, okay. No, no, no. Oh, yeah. I he, know who you're talking about. Yeah, and he's, I also he's, know about Sir Rupert. He's different. Oh, the Chubby Cheek clan. As long as he doesn't mull me in the middle he of the night, I think we'll When he along jumps fine, out of his but, cat tower on the couch, he tends to shake uh, the whole couch and, yeah. you know, part of the living room. Yeah, he, he may headbutt you in the middle of the night. That's how he's been waking oh, me up lately, dude. the little asshole. Yeah, yeah, then I do, and once you do, goes right back Feed to me, sleep. Asshole. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's cool with yeah. people. It's just All other right. animals we'll he's not quite sure happens. of yet. Like I said. He was... Oh, yeah, well, that's understandable. You got you to gotta size people up. You know, and he's he's a cat. What's he's funny like, is, right, is cat's dog Can Chester I? only I weighs know. like 24, 25 pounds. Rupert's got him by about a pound or two, right? Yeah, only weighs twenty five pounds. <laughs> but he's not Garfield cat, fat. Dude. You know what I mean? He's just he's big. He you'll. Uh, we had a we had a tom on the uh, farm. It was the biggest cat I've ever freaking seen. And I'm like, I've seen some big fucking cats. This was a giant ass motherfucking cat. Like this was a this was not your your standard house cat. This fucking thing probably went thirty fucking yeah, pounds. Exactly like and didn't have a fucking that's ounce of fat like on. Just like Rupert, he's twenty six, twenty seven pounds, depending big on stuff. And he, no fat on him. I mean, he's just big. You know, I give Shannon shit. I'm like, 
you know, what the fuck was his mom? A bobcat? God damn, you know? No. You know, that's that's what this sumbitch looked like. He was a big motherfucker. He's got, he's got a little belly underneath, but when he walks, on, it's not that bad. It's um, just when he sits and lays down, then the fat flops. Yeah. Now, this was just a big fucking cat. And my uncle got him on a uh, the Bimba Tiger hunt. <clears throat> but he he produced some interesting offspring. Uh, one was sitting there, and my uncle walked into the barn to start morning chores. This fucking thing was sleeping with its tail in the fan, and you got to turn on the ventilation fans. <laughs> Took its tail straight off. Whack! He heard a nasty noise and heard some running and the smashed window and yeah that yep. cat became stubby took its tail completely off <clears throat> I'm like what the fuck like yeah I tell my uncle I'm like this cat doesn't have a fucking tail he's like yeah let me tell you about that fucking story yeah, okay. Fucking thing was sleeping with its tail on a fan. <laughs> like, okay. Like, and you haven't shot it yet? And he's like, no, no, no. It's good cat. Good rat. You know, good mouser. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Without a tail. Dumb enough to sleep in a fan. Okay. And maybe she kept her daddy around a little bit longer. That son of a bitch was fucking huge. He, I mean, just a huge ass black cat. You could have mistaken that thing for a baby panther. It was fucking huge. We used to have a lot of farm cats, and it was fun. And then we we sold the freaking cows off, and then my grandmother went nuts on the freaking cats. And I don't even know what the hell was going on there. She must have had 20 of them. It was fucking retorted. I'm like, Grandma, what the fuck are you doing with all these cats? They were around. And they still need fed, even though we don't have the cows anymore. And I'm like, there was never this many cats on the farm. And this is when my uncle, like, quit his, you know, uh, well, I don't know if I'm implicating him in crimes or not uh but there was the there was the the annual roundup of the bimba tiger hunt you had to off the freaking cows or off the off the cats and because there got to be too many of them and then my grandmother yeah like she gathered them and i'm like that's a lot of fucking cats like where the fuck all these things on business come from Maybe some of them were prowling the fields. Who fucking knows? Because there's not like there any freaking mice and moles. Oh, yeah, and but there's other critters fields. there, bro. I, I live <laughs> in Iowa. We know farms. There's tons of cats on every farm, whether you knew about it or. Oh, yeah. It's pest control, man. Easiest pest control you can freaking think of. Fucking vicious little bastards.
That's the only use for cats that I'm fucking concerned of. Rupert's Rupert's cool. You just you can't touch They're his belly. Fuckers. Just you know, head and shoulders and neck rubs. That's about it. Oh, he rolls over and presents. Oh, he don't roll track. over and present his belly <laughs> or what? Yeah. Oh, that's when you. That's when you get freaking gored. So he'll he'll try to he because he does it with clients okay. that come over. He'll I'll come out and he'll mind. headbutt them and rub against their leg and then he'll lay down and he'll show his belly like I'm a cute kitten and people will try to <laughs> pet him. I'm like, don't do. Okay, you were warned. <laughs> that don't touch the belly. No, I, I miss a good cat. He he doesn't, dude. And Trust me. Like I'm I standing up to take a leak, a and I can't close the bathroom door because that totally freaks him out. He doesn't care about the front or the back door, just the bathroom door. And so I just leave it open because it's only me here in the house. Who cares, right? So I'm in there taking a leak, and he'll come up and headbutt you in the back of the leg hard enough to where it almost buckles your knee. And so then you're trying not to pee all over the toilet and the floor, you know, and you're like, oh, God Jesus. damn it. That's going to be There's a problem a few for times me. I he almost me did, bag bro. Of if I wasn't leaning down. forward, I'd almost went down to knees. Yeah, that's that's going to that's gonna be a no-go at this station for me. Well, you can show me. You're saying. So. Yeah. I was just yeah, getting I'm ready to tell to you, the door you keep the door closed. Everybody and else does. And then as soon me. as you open the door, he's sitting right there like, hey, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> hey, what the fuck are you doing without me? the fuck was that about? We need to have a conversation. Yeah. I, I'm after Here's four years, almost four years of having them. I can kind of get belly rubs, but it's at certain times. Uh, I don't know. The last cat I had was a tiny little piece of shit. And it just, that's the one that scared it. That it was chasing a squirrel and I got run up and down, run up one <laughs> side and down the other by a squirrel. Because he was chasing a fucking squirrel. Broke all kinds of shit. It was complete motherfucking chaos. I was... I just quit drinking. Uh, Mary was at prison training. The kids were with my grandparents. I was focusing on getting sober. And then... Oh, and he, she even took the fucking dog somewhere. Like... She thought I was going to have to do fucking rehab to quit drinking. And I'm like, yeah. it won't be that bad. I'm telling you. And it wasn't that bad. But I got to keep cat. The cat was a fucking maniac. But it gave me something to do. Taking care of this fucking asshole. And holy God, that fucking cat. Is that his fucking mind? Little, little black fucking cat. And it just. I think they're called a tuxedo cat. I'm not sure. Had a little bit of one. I'm not sure if that's a breed or not, but that's what it was called. A black cat with a little white patch on its fucking chest, and it just 
terrorize the fucking dog shit out of the neighborhood. Well, we didn't have a litter box. Yeah, I'm too much in the city to have outdoor cats. It was, I mean, it was an indoor outdoor cat. It was the weirdest. I like, I was like, I don't like it. Shit's outside. It's already potty trained and it knows how to shit outside. And it did. It fucking did. It never shit in the house. It would tear the fucking dog shit out of your fucking potted plants, but it would shit outside. But the fucking dog we had at the time, and this was a oh, fucking hell. That dog was a pain in the fucking dip. Uh, dog ate a tomato plant. All of it. The cat had just bat the shit out of it until it was dead. The dog actually ate one. Like, really? Really? This is what we're fucking dealing with now? Dog ate it to me. Well, I, I have no house plants in my house at all because I'm just too paranoid about which ones cats can eat and can't eat. And plus the dirt factor. I don't want to deal with that. I, I can I can teach you. Uh, they might shit in a fucking planter, but I wouldn't think so. Oh, I but I grow. I, I try to grow, to grow cucumbers, tomatoes, and peppers. I could do you know outdoor uh, garden. I've got the room for it in my yard. I just I don't anymore. Oh, someone understood. Uh, but I, if you grow a tomato indoors, it'll produce tomatoes all fucking year long. Oh, I know. Yeah. Same thing with peppers. And you can just replant garlic. Like my uncle just taught me that. I was like, no fucking way. He was like, yeah, you bust half of the freaking, what what is it? The chunk, the big chunk Uh, of garlic. What's it? Clove? Not sure on that one. There's a clove, the singular one. Anyway, whatever you just take, all you gotta do is like take a, a couple of cloves off because I'm almost certain that that's the singular, and put them back in the fucking ground. Boom, they'll fucking grow. I'm like son of a bitch. I'm growing celery right now, um, because that's it's all you need to fucking do. I'm like you get a thing of celery, chop it off about uh, two inches above its freaking. Uh, where the roots are, stuff that in a chunk of freaking water, or is, is, uh, stick that in a chunk of freaking water. Oh, well, dirt most plants you can do water? that with. Boom. You know, anything that, that has seeds, you can take tomato and take like a half of a tomato, put it in the dirt, the seeds will germinate and grow. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I do that with tomatoes. Uh, and peppers, peppers are easy. You, well, the best thing is you, you cut them out and let them dry. Um, for whatever reason, sometimes, like I have uh, potentially six apple trees growing right now. Um, I put them in, I cut the core out 
and have the core and then through the core in the dirt. And, yeah, and anything um, with seeds, you could replant like I think that. I have yeah. An orange tree growing. Now, citrus fruit, or like I have a lemon tree that's. Uh, well, three like or we four talked about, old. it takes a while for um, like those. My neighbor planted fruit yet. apple trees in his backyard, and he's only had fruit like yeah. in I think five years, one season. You know, well, five years is about right. the so, the earliest an apple and tree. And a lot of them, like like fruit. we talked, it takes time and to get first them to fry actually bear fruit. Good. You know, it's not like a tomato that you plant in in May and you know June and July you've got tomatoes already. No, it takes time for different. It's usually August, but you know, if you're planting that late in May, unless it's early May, you might get something by the late July. And tomatoes, Jesus, they're just a big, super pain in the ass. Peppers are easier. I think they're more, they're, they're just more self, like they just do their own thing. Tomatoes are a pain in the ass, and the one thing I'm failing at, apparently nonstop, is fucking pine trees. You wouldn't think they're, they're you would think that they'd be able to freaking deal with some shit. Uh, uh, not the ones I'm buying, apparently. Rosie keeps picking them out, and I keep killing them. <laughs> I don't know what the hell I'm doing wrong. I've grown a freaking lemon tree for three or four years i've grown all kinds of crazy shit uh, pine trees not so much i don't know what the fuck is going on yes and we are we are approaching the two hour point um <sighs> I, 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 I like my old standby, and I tell everybody this that comes by. I don't want you to think like me. I just want you to think, you know, do your research. You know, we've talked. You've got more instant knowledge at your fingertips than anybody's had in the history of the world, and people don't use it. Um, I believe, and this is going to be a paraphrase because I don't remember the exact quote. Is everybody? I think is that was Mark ignorant. Twain. It takes work to remain. Ben stupid. Franklin. Okay. Well, but yeah, exactly. Benjamin you know? Franklin. And and you, just do your research, people. You know, that's my only thing. Pay pay attention. Um, be a good American, respect, love, and yeah, uh, have a little bit Respect's of respect. The biggest one we've lost that as a country, I think. And you know, everybody... well, the other one, and I don't know who said, yeah, well, but like it's I've said before, just because, just because we disagree, I disagree doesn't with you, mean, doesn't that mean that I, hate I don't you. want to see you eat, I just don't want to see you eat at my table, you know. Yeah. Yeah. 
All there is to it. Just because we have a disagreement doesn't mean that, you know, you can't talk to me no more. Hey, maybe next yeah, time we, we ought to freaking do it on argument. I know, but... Oh, you mean debate uh, and discussion like what used to happen? <laughs> Yeah, something along those fucking lines. Yeah, that that he could, but we got to figure out shit. That well, I'll just have to play devil's advocate. You bring up a that could be interesting. Just disagree with it, no matter what it is. I'm good at it, unfortunately. Love you guys. Sounds like a good topic for next time. Love All you, right, everybody. Thank you for listening. Dave, Namaste. love you. All right. And